He has been with us for a long, long time on this show. He also uh, calls Spectrum News home when it comes to uh, post-game analysis of the Browns immediately following the game. And here he is right there on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hello, Jamel. Hello. Hi, Jamel. What's good, fellas? How's everything? Everything's good. How are you? Oh, you know, the new year. I'm just crackalacking, man. Getting getting into uh getting into the year, man. What's new good? season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What'd you, how was Crack- the Super Bowl? What'd you think of the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, dude, like I you know what? I like the game, man, because it was exciting. It's one of the best Super Bowls I've seen in a minute. You know what I mean? It wasn't lopsided. People were going down scoring. I think that's uh that's what uh people wanted to see. So I think it was good. What do you guys think about it? I would have liked to have seen a defense make an appearance. <laughs> more running back. I need more running back. Give me running back on every play. I just say that for you. That's all. I'm kidding. Listen, I'm kidding. dude, there, I know you've got to be kidding. Because <laughs> nowadays, man, when you look at any kind of football game now, and you've seen it here with Cleveland, they get away from running backs now, man. Running backs are more of wide receivers nowadays. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I, I don't I don't know where it's going, but – Running backs are not utilized like they used to be. I, I thought it was interesting, Jamel, and we're going to play it for you in a minute. K.J. Wright, former Seahawk linebacker, was on our show yesterday, and he said something huge about Nick Chubb. And then a lot of buzz out of Cincinnati that they're going to move on from Joe Mixon, just cut him because of the money that he has in store. And and I I still think there's a place for a guy who's a really good running back. I, I I just don't think you can throw anybody in there, you know, and get the job done as well as you could with some of these guys who are really good. But boy, they're sure getting devalued. Uh, Like you, you remember back when, like I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go deep into the bag. So Eric Rett, um, you had was in Tampa. uh, Yeah, when he was in Tampa, and it was big money then. And then you had um, my man from um, Dallas, Emmett Smith. You had him, and and that's when everybody was valued, like Marshall Falk. But then you look at Marshall Falk, and that's when it really started to change, like Marshall Falk, Charlie Gardner, um, cats who could come out of the backfield and start catching the ball, and David Megan, cats like that. They were like, you know what? You know, we're going to devalue fullbacks at this point because we really don't need them. So then they got devalued, and then they start turning into H backs, and you start keeping more tight ends, and you keep fullbacks on the roster. Now you got wide receivers lining up in the backfield. You, it, it, man, it's like a trend, man. Like I said that before, it's like a trend. You get people like Debo Samuel, you can put in the backfield and let him run the ball, and he's just as good as a running back. But now you got wide receivers catching the ball and acting like running backs. Before, you used to see cats like Marvin Harrison, they'll catch a ball and get on the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, that don't happen no more. They catch a ball, it's game on. You better be about that business. If you're a linebacker, you got to come and hit somebody. Because well, now, now wide receivers are that way. Yeah, take a look at like Debo Samuel, you know, LaVisca uh, La- oh. Chanel in, in Carolina. These guys, when they catch the ball, they run like, like you guys did as running backs. Yeah. They ain't joking around. So if you think about it, man, the game, the game is changing so much to where, you know, it's a dimensional thing. But now if you really look at it, if it's time to pass, I mean, if you need somebody to block for a quarterback, they're not staying back there to block. That ain't happening. 
So if you go back and you watch tape, like I made it a point when they put it a, a wide receiver in the backfield, I want to see if they would stay back and block. Mm-mm, never happened. They they're not about to block nobody. But then it's far in between that you see running backs now really having to block somebody. And if they have to block somebody, they they really ain't that good at it. But Jamal, let me throw one other question for you. We get into this this running back debate a little bit. Are you do you have any concern about the offensive line and Deshaun Watson being in sync going into next season? I mean, they gave up 12 sacks in the last two games of the season. And it, it, it started off against Houston. It was one. Then against Cincinnati, they gave up two. Baltimore was three. Kind of came back against New Orleans. But then they gave up 12 sacks in those last two games. I mean, I'm a little concerned about that. You? Not really, man. And the reason why I'm going to tell you I'm not concerned because I've been in the huddle and you got pocket passers and you got passers like him. You know? And linemen get upset if quarterbacks don't step in the pocket if they try to make the pocket around them. Now, a lot of it's geared towards holding the ball too long. You know what I mean? Now, if you just hold the ball too long, that's like a coverage sack. A lineman can only do his job for so long, just like anybody else, right? So I'm not so much concerned. What I am concerned about is his time with holding on to the ball. That's what I'm concerned about. I think – that came because he was still unsure going into the last part of the season, but I'm not concerned about that. I think he'll get used to everybody, everybody get used to him, and hopefully he starts getting the ball away from himself faster once he really starts to get control over the offense. Jamel White joining us, former Browns running back. K.J. Wright was on our show yesterday, former linebacker with the Seattle Seahawks, mainly in his career. And we didn't ask him about this, but – KJ went here with 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 a thought on the Browns running back situation. Jamal, listen to this. Uh, call me crazy, guys, but I'm not a fan of pairing a Nick Chubb with a Deshaun Watson. I don't believe that Deshaun has any business under center handing the ball off to him 25 to 30 plus times of game. Deshaun Watson is the guy that needs to be in shotgun, airing the the ball out downfield to speedy receivers. And so it's going to be very, very interesting to see how are they going to approach this offense to maximize that big-time move they made. And so it's going to be very interesting to see how they how all things play out. He said trade him. And Andy and I, Andy and I both thought, sorry, you, you've got a big-time big playmaker. You know, he happens to play running back, and I, the Browns could do more with him if they wanted to. They could throw him the ball. He catches the ball well. They just choose not to do that. But it goes back to what I mentioned to you, Jamel, about, you know, like in Cincinnati. All right, Joe Mixon's making a lot of money. They're going to go get somebody else probably. And Nick's making a lot of money. But I don't – we said, Kevin, make it work. Kevin Stefanski, Andrew Berry, make it work with Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb. Thoughts? Man, I, you know what? I don't disagree with what he said. But at the same time, Nick is different. Like, for me – if I'm running the team, just the caliber of player he is, not just the player he is on the field, but him as a player in general, the encompassing of what he does. He don't talk crazy. You never see him in the news for anything, and he must be a good locker room guy. So for the value of having him, and he's a big playmaker. So you you got a big-time guy that can do everything you want, like – I'm not getting rid of a guy like that. I'm just not going to do it just for those selfish reasons, because he's just a good all around person and player. You know what I mean? 
Like he's not he's not flashy in the way that some of these cats are. Like they get up and they want to point. He's flashy in a way to where he just does it by example. You know, like I I, I will agree though. If you don't get away from the running game, like we've seen Coach Stefanski do, you devalue him. You know, and you're not going to put him in the game to just catch balls. I don't, I don't, me personally, I don't think that's his strongest point. I think you got to give it to him and let him go ahead and create when you have him the ball. I mean, if you look at the seasons that he's been here, he ain't racking up a whole bunch of, you know, catches. Nowadays, running backs are out split wide. They're in slots. They're doing all these different things. Is Nick that type of running back for you? I don't think he's that type of guy. When Why you can't have, he be? Though? Why can't he be? I mean, are we just, are we... Is he too big? Yeah, I mean, yeah. are we just, are we pigeonholing him? I don't know that that's fair. I've seen him run after he catches the ball. I think he's pretty well, good. Here's the thing. You got to run routes. Okay. That's different. You know, run it. You, all right, so when you look at him catch the ball, what do you usually see him catching? A, a screen? The flat. Yeah. A screen or flat. Mm-hmm. Anybody can run a screen or a flat, but can you run a dig route? Can, can, can you run a whip route? Can you can you run all these different routes that wide receivers could do and do it effectively and be nimble on your feet while you're doing it? Could you, so, Jamel? Could you? I, I did. Jamel I did all those things. Right. So, but but me, at what point did you know you had to learn those routes, that you had to be able to do that to be a viable option in the NFL? Oh, when I was in college. Okay. When I was in college, I was doing the same thing I had to do when I came here, but you got to remember back then, you know, I was coming off the age of Marshall Falk, right? So you had to reprogram yourself. So, and then offenses in college was like, dude, that worked, especially in South Dakota. We, we played on turf, the Rams played on turf. They're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to start throwing the ball to Jamel. So he's going to have to learn all these routes. So I had to. I, I Don't you think that Nick could, could do that though? I don't like, if you don't, <laughs> is it that hard to – I'm not saying – look, I'm saying that because I think he's an unbelievably talented football player. Oh, he is. So I, I don't know – like, I would think that he'd be able, if you wanted to, to transition him into that. And why wouldn't you – if you're going to pay him all that money, why wouldn't you make the effort to try to hybrid him a little bit more? But why would you do that with him? Like, really? Well, I, that's fine. That? I mean, I don't have a problem, but if you feel like you're underutilized or you're not – like if you don't feel like you're getting it's your the money's combination worth, with yeah. Deshaun Watson, if KJ's right, you don't want him under and, but, center. And here's the off. other part, Jamal. KJ's not right when it comes to the number of carries, and you know how I am about that. Oh, I know. When I know it comes to know. that, I mean, he had 17 carries or less in five of the six games with Deshaun. So yeah. obviously, I think you know the the front are the the front office and Kevin knew that did not give it one time. They gave him the ball 24 times with, with Deshaun. Right, and he had 92 well, yards. I'll take that. Well, but and then that tells you also, you know what I mean? Like, you back when when running backs were like big, they would get the ball thirty times a game, close to it. You know what I mean? Now you have a system where you have to have two good running backs. You know, so unless you have Derrick Henry, yeah, unless yeah. you have Derrick. And here's another point to be made on this thing: he had five receptions against the Steelers in that last game of the season. That was the most he had all year. So maybe the Browns do see that as an option. But what was those? But here's the thing: what was those receptions though? Were they dig routes? Were they whip routes? Were they uh, slants? Were they slanting goals? Or were they just screens? So or- off the top of my head, Jamel, what I remember was 
uh, Deshaun taking the ball, putting it in the air, and then and then Nick using both of his hands to bring the ball in. Isn't that crazy? I don't know what kind of route that is. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> listen, listen, let me tell you something. Like, dude, like, I, was, I, I know for a fact when it comes to that type of stuff, when it comes to running backs in general, and it comes to the things that I had to do when I was with Tim and when I was with Kelly, like, I used to have to go sit in meetings with them because I had to understand, I had to know what they knew. So when you go to check a play or whatever the case was, you knew it before they knew it. So you could read defense and, that, and all that stuff. To, to be a running back outside of, well, coming out of the backfield, a real good one, you have to know defenses. you got to know just as much as the quarterback. So I would know when a defense was coming or somebody was blitzing who was about to be hot. You know what I mean? If I'm going to be hot, is an outside receiver going to be hot? I knew all that stuff. But it takes a different individual. Like, you got the whole offseason, you got to kind of plan for that. And I don't know – I just don't know if he's that type of guy who wants to do something like that. To You know, like, Nick don't say much, man. And that's kind of hard to, to gauge a guy who just sure. goes in and don't say nothing and just wants to do his job. Now, do you piss him off by be like, you know what? We want you to learn – this, this, and this, we're going to kind of take the ball out of your hands a little bit. Because I remember when they did that with James, and they were like, you know what, James, we're going to kind of let Jamel get some more run at it, but this is what you got to learn. And it, he wasn't happy with it. Jamel, you know I mean? yeah, as always, you know we love our time with you. I just want you to know that. Everything good? All your soccer league's good? Life is good? Yeah, That's all yeah, I care about. Okay, good. Everything's good, man. I'm just working on track stuff now, man. Trying oh. to work on track and soccer and all that. Other all right, stuff, I hope so. I get to see you during the track season, my friend. Well, hope I hope I get to see you and your talented son that you have over there. I would like to see him. I'll see what he does. Thank you, Jamel. We appreciate you. All right, then, my man. I'll talk to you. All right, thank you. All right, of course, right. Jamel White, super friend of the show. You can see him on Spectrum post game after the Browns. And then, of course, he's a former Browns running back.